Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. Uh, my name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my friend, my co-ghost. She has no upper lip. <laughs> she burped it off. Uh, Jessica Delisle. I've got burp lip. Burp lip. Burp yeah, lip. It's real. Burp lip. I got a mustache. Borp lip. I got borp lip. <laughs> it's real and it affects uh, 69% of... 420 people. 420 year olds. <laughs> And we have a repeat guest, a friend of the podcast, a friend in real life, a force to reckon with, funny person, writer, performer, Sonara Geisler. Hi. 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 Welcome. Thank you. I'm here to rock your bodies and be rocked by your bodies. Whoa. Wow. I have a feeling you're going to be doing more rocking because I'm, I'm going to, I want to be on the bottom. <laughs> I also brought my Retail Nightmares Subclub card. This is my third time yeah. being on. I've read that when I appear 420 times, I get 69 free subs. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's longs, baby. <laughs> I mean, I, I really hope I can appear 420 times. I feel like oh it's going to take a while. Mm-hmm. That would sure- be how many more years? 420 <laughs> that's true i wish it was 69 times for 420 free subs but i understand that that's a lot of subs yeah for that's to not out. the rules <laughs> you've read the fine print and that's not the rules what kind of subs are you gonna get pizza subs no that's not the oh. one it's only tuna i was oh. gonna say tuna only <laughs> i was hoping maybe they could be pizza meatball like oh. i could really level, level about, it up what about meatballs made of tuna <laughs> pizza tuna meatballs tuna balls. subway if you're listening you should start making uh meatball subs with beyond meat sausages oh yeah maybe i would actually go into the subway it'd be so good i realized that i haven't been into subway in eight years that's great i haven't had subway in eight years which is impressive because when you're touring across canada there are times where there's it's a food desert for it's like only subway. days it's like tim hortons and subway but tim hortons is, has beyond meat so now i'm a little more interested we're like pretty obsessed with subs in our household yeah not really but just because i think it's a very funny food to have be your favorite food <laughs> yeah so i'm always like saying now you can get a sub and he's like i don't <laughs> Much. <laughs> like I think you do. It's like how I razz Jay about uh, <laughs> using porta potties, and he's like, "I don't love it. I just will do it if I need to." And I'm like, "No, I already it. loves them. It's your favorite." A nice try. I don't think so. Hit it, boys. Oh, the rumor. I like to use porta potties. Is simply untrue. I bring up subs and beans, like oh. baked beans. Oh, I Are love you baked beans. <laughs> familiar with the Facebook group, Haha, ha, please show to Jim. No. <laughs> it's about like how boomers and the, you know, the greatest generation like use the internet in really funny ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but one of the memes is this man named Bill who on July 23rd left a comment on Bush Bush's Beans Facebook group <laughs> that said, thinking about those beans. <laughs> I see 
seen that. <laughs> so I always say to Don, are you thinking about those beans? And he's just like, I like beans. I'm not always thinking about them. But now he's made it sexual. And so like someone will walk by and he's be like, I'm thinking about those beans. I'm like, oh. I don't like it. <laughs> like his job. <laughs> I take it back. But I ordered him a shirt that says, that has beans on it and says thinking about, about those beans. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, haha, please show to Jim. Really recommend it. I need really to get wholesome, in there. wholesome content. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> subs, like Subway's ruined sub, sub sandwiches because like subs that I grew up eating were like toasted bread filled with like delicious things and then like shredded. was doing that. Yeah. Toasted sub. So dry though. Yeah. It can't be dry. It's like I don't want to cut my mouth on the sandwich. Also, it's not part of the is enjoyment. Is the Subway bread smell like an artificial bread smell it's that so they like weird. pump into the... So yeasty and bleachy. Subway just smells like B.O. to me. Mm, I wish my B.O. smelled like Subway. Like, if your B.O. smells like that, I'm going to lick your armpits. Please. I just had a shower, so I'm not there yet. But it is a hot day today. I, yeah, if I sweat and smelled like bread, that would be incredible. I it's not like the an bread, onion though. Bashy. It's like an oniony sort of oh, okay. like <laughs> uh, deli meat. Oh, mix. we all smell like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I often say like I smell like a camel <laughs> eating a sub. <laughs> mm, I'm thinking about those beans. Really exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know what a camel smells like. I haven't really met yeah, a camel. They smell like a horse times two. Yeah. You know, just those really sweaty days where you open the garbage and you're like, oh, it smells like zoo animals. Like, yeah. There's just a Barnyard. very specific yeah 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 sometimes i smell like a camel just eating a hot sub mm. that's been in a bag for four days oh <laughs> um have you ever had date me everybody <laughs> <laughs> you are taken have you had a spaghetti dog sub before no Okay, this is like the last time I've had a sub was probably five years ago or something. But it's when you make a spaghetti dog, which is when you put uncooked spaghetti through an uncooked hot dog. talked about this in so long. I know, spaghetti dogs. I think it's like we talked about it in our pilot episode. What kind of spaghetti? Is it like the tin spaghetti? No, Mm -hmm. it's just like dry uncooked spaghetti. Oh. Um, Or you can do linguine. Whatever. I immediately pictured a tin of spaghetti. Tinned spaghetti. Uh, Can you still buy that? Yeah, and it's delicious. Like uh, Chef Boyardee. Boyardee. Yeah. Um, No, the harder the better because you have to pierce it through the hot dog. Then you slowly it lowers into boiling water and the whole thing cooks together. You take it out, strain it, lay it down in a beautiful baguette or something with some marinara sauce, some some basil, some parmesan. And you got a hot dog, you got a sub, you got spaghetti, you got everything. When was the last time you made one of these? Like five years ago. This or is oh, an authentic man. A t- northern Italian dish. Mamma mia. <laughs> it sounds really nice. Just like Nona used to make. Uh, yeah, I haven't done it in a while, but I mean, my birthday's coming up, so maybe. Oh my God, yeah. please invite me over for a spaghetti, a spaghetti dog, dog cookout. fest. <laughs> Um. Yeah, it's uh, it's good, but like I can't eat just a hot dog because it's just heartburn city. Oh, so I feel like this is a special treat for me. Like you have to use like a tofurkey sausage or field roast or something. Just like gotta that. get into popping that zantac. Can the, I guess a tofurkey yeah, could survive true. being boiled, but I feel like a field roast couldn't. No. Oh. Yeah, I've only ever done it with like the Eve's veggie dogs. I think. Yeah, they seem like they would could. Ha- withhold a, a boil yeah withstand a boil they could withhold a boil <laughs> <laughs> they're covered uh, in boils mm-hmm. behold the like boil 
It's fun because just 15 minutes ago, we were talking about the worst parts of wor- the world. And now we're back to talking about gross. The best boils. parts. Yeah. <laughs> boils. boils and hot dogs. What exactly boils. is a boil? Um, oh, I have so many opinions on that. It's like a fluid fill. It's like a, a cyst. You got your carbuncles. You got your boils. There's What's like- a carbuncle? I mean, I like it's all, something I've only it's seen written in there. Boil. They're all in the Sistan Boyle family. Um, actually, Karl Marx, like famous socialist writer, had like the same autoimmune skin thing I have, oh. and he would write letters to his friends where he's like, "Got another boil on my dick." Like he would talk about his, on his dick. His Are you boils. sure it was a boil? I mean, that, it's a question, but he would get them in thighs and like armpits. Right. Like, the common. So actually, it's like a weird thing where it's an under-researched autoimmune condition, but they like. All of the articles on it will refer to this because it's an early documented <laughs> case. Wow, wow, wow. Of, and I think he liked it because he was like, look, see, I'm one of the people. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, covered in, I'm covered in boils. <laughs> the I way toil. workers are always uh, covered in boils. Wow. Okay. Wow, what wow, a great wow. topic. But we cleared it up. No pun intended. <laughs> oi, oi, oi. What a funny person. Um, Okay, I, at first when you started that story, I thought you were going to say he wrote letters to his boils. <laughs> and I was like, that's cool. <laughs> that's fucking poetic. Didn't Dylan Thomas write letters about his wife's farts all the time? Really? He, like he loved his fetish was smelling farts. He was like, dear olive boil. Like, <laughs> 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 olive boil. <laughs> olive boil. Aww. His boil, he drew a little wig on her. <laughs> Um, face speaking on of stick i guess <laughs> <laughs> ouch speaking of like uh boils and such i recently just had two blisters on my hands was it from packing boxes no it was from the most pathetic thing in the world just sharpening pencils <laughs> i got one on my middle uh, finger on the side and one on my thumb right on the sort of tip of my thumb how many pencils were you sharpening honestly maybe like 20 not that many oh, that's still quite a few but do you remember when we were kids and oh, we were I just know. sharpening pencils non-stop all the time that mounted that you sharpener with the little i love that the smell. thing that goes around did you yeah. ever have access to those like fancy electronic, electronic ones yeah i never get a good sharp on those though they you can't it's control too it. sharp yeah i it's would like, like always push too hard or I didn't have enough practice. If you guys know I just what I mean, put it in, you got to put it in and out and in and out real fast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And sex happens also. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Jack, jackhammer. The jackhammer is my go-to move. Yeah, on dudes. <laughs> yeah, as a woman. Mine is the walrus. Where I just, go on. I lie there like a wal- sexy walrus. That's you make nice. walrus sounds? Yeah, like, whoa, and I lie there. I was like, I don't even know what walrus sounds are. I just know. <laughs> I don't think you know what walrus sounds are. You I, I clap a lot. <laughs> I was going to be like, ar, 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 ar. I feel like it's deeper. Isn't it's like, it? like, oh, they're like the, neighbors are they're fucking like the again. tuba of the, yeah. of the sea lion yeah. creatures. They're the baritone like, of the a and w root bear yeah. jingle that's a walrus sound to me yeah. oh yeah sure totally yeah, that makes sense totally that's what beyond meat really is it's just walrus <laughs> oh fuck damn it someone called work this a very nice man and he's just curious about an ingredient he's like you know i heard that like these vegan companies are actually putting meat in their products and i'm what? like no i don't think so he's like well i heard that Dead. That's such like an urban myth too. And I'm like who's spreading this like poor man like who just wants to be a vegan and he's a little bit older and maybe like looking online is not you know second nature so he's calling people and 
He's asking good questions, but when he said that, I was like, that rumor was definitely not started by Beyond Mage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure not. Um, That's like big, big steak, big beef, big cattle or something's trying to like take down Beyond Meat. Some weird stuff will definitely start happening because yeah. those companies are make, taking money away from those companies. I'm looking forward to uh, being on the vegan side of that. Yeah, I've heard the dairy's like in trouble, like dairy cheese. They're like in they're, huge trouble. They're worried. But also in Canada, I can't speak for the U.S. because subsidizing, I don't know that they're subsidized as heavily in the U.S. as they are here, uh, but the Canadian government is giving a lot of like money to them um, for advertising campaigns and oh. stuff. And of course the Andrew Shear, lovely Andrew Shear from uh, Alberta, uh, walking turd, um, <laughs> is doing that thing where like he's rallying like the the farmers and the oil patch workers and it's like easy votes, right? Because they they don't have anyone representing their interests as heavily as the conservatives would. And uh, he drank a liter, like from a liter of milk at one of his things this week. No. And I was like, you're disgusting. It's like when we're in high schools, and they're in high, high schools, in high school, and there would be like a, let's have a Christmas eggnog challenge. And then someone would drink like <laughs> two liters of eggnog and immediately barf because oh, your yeah. body can't. Like a liter of milk, how can, he's definitely a demon. How could his like, how, how could his body ingest a liter of milk without immediately throwing well, out? Well, I hope when he does something for the oil patch me... people, he drinks a liter of oil. Uh, yeah, I bathe in oil every morning. <laughs> Dies. It's like you've heard of coconut oil. What about just crude oil on my skin? Oh nothing, no, there's nothing freaking wrong with fracking. Am I right? <laughs> I was. They take their shirts off. I was just reminded recently because um my friends and label mates the band necking are on tour uh mm. doing a west coast california tour right now and people are saying like oh stop at this beach go here and i was reminded when energy slime went on tour down there and we went to this beautiful beautiful beach just south of santa cruz i think i, I think it was called like el capitan or something it was this beautiful beach i saw dolphins in the water it was amazing but like when we left we all had like tar stuck to our feet because there's offshore drilling happening Ugh. like out in the very horizon on the mist you could you see like these tar big flip flops platforms. yeah it was awful and Ugh. nothing would get them off we were like scrubbing them and it was it was the most horrible feeling and the disgusting. most existential sort of dread being like there's little bits of like old dinosaurs stuck to my feet and i hate it bad feeling uh, so when people are like, oh, ha happy Friday, enjoy the sunshine. I'm like, not going in the ocean because there's tar. Everywhere. There's well, maybe not tar here, but there's not stuff that I feel good about getting in my orifices. And how then, do you swim? There's so much like hotel pools, dumps from like rich people's cocaine dumps on their yachts. Like yeah. the beaches are just full of liquid dumps that they dump. In yeah, the water. Because they don't use the like proper toilet no. stations because they're always just doing a million and there's so many cocaine. huge barges in out in the inlet all the time. I mean it's probably those, but I just blame rich people's yeah, yachts. They're cocaine dumps. Yeah. Did you guys see that footage? I think I brought this up in another podcast, I'm sorry, of the speedboat going in between the pot of orcas. No. no, that's terrible. Here, it was here, of course. Ugh. And like there was boats all around protecting the pod. And then some fucking cokehead just blew through the pod at like, I don't know, 70 miles an hour. And 
please tell me an orca just slapped those people off the boat. Like, that's the outcome that I want. Yeah, that Nico K song, Man Eater, is like always kind of just in the back of my mind. Yeah. That's where where my mind's at. I'm like, Colin Oates, uh, Man Eater is always in my mind. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're different and we're friends. I'm just always thinking of a manwich, which is a type mm. of sub. Thinking about those beans. Uh, that is a sloppy joe. <laughs> I don't know if it's a sub because I feel like a sub has to be all, what like, if long. It's oval shape. Are you thinking of like when the puppetry of the penis makes a hamburger out of their <laughs> dick and balls? I'm always thinking of that. I'm only thinking of that. And I've already told you guys I know someone that fucked one of those guys, right? Really? Yeah. Do you know um, anyone who fucked Blue Man Group? You know someone who did? No, I wish I did, though. I'd be so blue. Mm. Yeah, that's how you Just would here. know. <laughs> Just here and here, too. Yeah. So was it a good sexual puppetry? Oh, I certainly did time? not ask. I certainly did not. I didn't ask because I think around the time I was 25 or so, I grew tired of knowing if people were good and bad. I felt like it was too much information. I've never I don't wanted know. to know that yeah. information. And I've, I have found from other people that people that I have slept with have talked about that sort of thing or been asked about that sort of thing or... I wanted to know friends. how you were. In yeah, and I've that's, had, and then you found out that they were asking. Yeah, that's awful. It's really creepy. I only asked a few people. I've. It's not something I ever think about, but I found out that friends will picture their friends doing it. What? And then you- talk about it, and I'm like, that's literally something that never enters my mind. Because to me, I think about fucked up and perverted things all the time, but it's always extremely abstract you know like it's always like turning pee into poo it's not like i'm turning your poo into my pee and then i'm gonna make you drink it and you're gonna love it yeah so it's like you're always thinking about bukkake yeah but it's like but it's like you know happening to like mannequins that aren't real people you know i'm not like i definitely do not want to know like how my beds my beds are in friends (laughs) i don't want to know what my butt looks like Oh, I don't want to know. Wanna know. I recently there was like a lineup of butts in my Instagram feed because oh. there's this great like fat positive photographer Shuglet who takes a lot of like beautiful nudes and then I showed it to Don was like which butts most like my butt oh. and he had an immediate opinion. It was like yeah. that butt. I'm like that butt's really nice. Like oh. I felt good. It was good for myself. I feel like nice. all yeah, those nice. Everyone's butts are better than you think your own but butt is. All the butts looked great though. Also, yeah. Like, so like, there's just a lot of great ways for a butt to look. There's I feel so like many butts are the seat of our personality for real. Like <laughs> you can tell a lot about somebody by their butt. A lot of butts. Somebody. My butt has a dent in it. I found. Is it I have a dimple a, butt as well? Is it like a? Is it just a one big dent? It's just That's in a one double butthole. Yeah. <laughs> It's a double butthole. I learned about that last night. It's, it's called like a, a sacral dimple or something. It's a cloaca. It's a cloaca. You pee and poo out of it, right? No. It's not a hole, but it's like an indentation above your butt crack. No. No? No. Okay. No, it's on my cheek. Yeah. It's on your... Okay. It's a dimple. Does everyone have those little dimples on top of their butts? I not everyone. So. Not everyone. And also, Jay didn't have them. And then he started biking a bunch and he got really like muscular legs. And then he got the butt dimples. Maybe that's why It's like a muscle. Do it. It's a mus- more I, muscular yeah, butt. I don't know. I don't Should know. Be- Does the dimple lift weights too? Yeah. <laughs> Just the dimple. The dimple works out. It's a really easy workout. The dimples have their own Instagram page. The dimple is just ripped. They're super thirsty. (laughs) All right, let's do a retail nightmare. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, 
I was gonna I remembered I think I last time talked about pony rides and before that talked oh, about yes. Safeway. So I'll talk about my first ever job, which was working for a catering contract for like the concession for the Winnipeg Arena and Stadium. Oh. Yeah. And it was like a very shady job from beginning to end because I was friends with these. I wanted to do this job because I was friends with these two cool girls Lucky. who lived near me and they looked like models. Like one of them, they were sisters. One looked like Twiggy and one looked like Linda Cardellini and Freaks and Geeks. Okay. Like they were just really beautiful and cool. Like who do you have more of a crush on? Yeah. It's so hard to choose. And their home address, I won't give out their full address in case someone lives there, but it was 666. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, so they lived in like 666 and they were just always being cool. Like we'd be at the bus stop going to middle school and one of the girls would be like, do you know something different about me? And I'd be like, what? And she's like, my jeans are inside out. I'd be like, that's incredible. Wow. <laughs> like, they were just always being really, really cool <laughs> innovators. One time, one of them spray painted their shoes silver. Wow. Whoa. And again, we were in like sixth and seventh grade. So like, this was really impressive to me. Like, yeah. I, they wanted a bigger life. Yeah. That's for sure. They did. <laughs> and like, they just had these beautiful womanly bodies already. And I had like my potato <laughs> body. <laughs> and I was wearing a baseball cap. It said those beans on it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think you fit right in. <laughs> now I'm like a hot potato and I wrap my body in foil. Like mm. I've really embraced my potato. Yeah. But then I thought, what if I became a woman? So I just really wanted to be. Anyway, this is a long description of these two sisters. I obviously they sound have, really the, cool. have the hots for. Yeah, and, and I do too now. So <laughs> you've done a good job. But yeah, their mom was like a real stylish and elegant woman. Like she basically looked like Sophia Loren. Ooh. And she was single and she was just like always dating like had a very active life so we got to go to their house and just like eat garbage and watch days of our lives which was nice. way cooler than being at my house where my mom made a lot of homemade meals I didn't want to have <laughs> yeah. so she was a villain obviously yeah. and I didn't, did not want to eat her home cooked food bar uh, I wanted to eat magic moments pudding <gasps> oh so good my favorite, that was my sick food and craft dinner what flavor did you like oh p- uh, chocolate yeah same I would do chocolate and vanilla and sometimes if I was feeling wild butterscotch. I like all of them, but I'd say in order, chocolate, butterscotch, and then vanilla. And these two sisters had, and I don't know if other kids did this, but they had a thing called Taster's Choice, where if you said Taster's Choice, they would give you the pudding lid, like the peel. (laughs) Yeah, and and if they liked you, they'd put like extra pudding (gasps) on it. (laughs) As soon as this podcast is done, I'm going to get some pudding. (laughs) And be like, Taster's Choice to yourself. Before Magic Moments, Del Monte, the fruit company, did a tinned uh, pudding that was the best. It was a little bit firmer, a little bit more like a custard. But like in metal, in a metal tin? I feel like it would taste metallic. It didn't. It was heaven. So their mom was dating one of, he was like a manager for the concession company that ran the concessions for Winnipeg Arena Stadium. And if you, your parents signed a form saying you were old enough to work there, he just like looked the other way. Whoa. So I got a job when I was like 12. Whoa. Like, I, like I was clearly kind of too young to be doing yeah. 12 or 13. Like well, pretty. Well, the bathroom, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like just my potato body trying to put a uniform on. Mm. Uh, and uh, he just like he kind of looks like James Gandolfini, okay, as Tony Soprano. Like, oh, that's I'm what interested this guy in that. Looked like, and 
just was, jackhammer him. <laughs> it was just very clear. Like people were literally always arriving at the stadium with like a duffel bag and going into his office and Whoa. like the jackhammer. <laughs> yes, it was full of dildos. Just all. <laughs> oh no! Ouch! Uh, but yeah, I was like clearly a bit young to be doing this kind of work, and I thought I'd be working. You with were the- a bit young to be a mafia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a little young to Mule. get to get made. <laughs> You're never too young. <laughs> he was like, "Can you just take this package for?" a while don't ask any questions don't don't open it it. uh but yeah so he would go around and stuff like there'd be like you know a bag of hot dog buns and he'd be like what's the expiry date on those hot dog buns and i'd be like oh they're good for like reading it for two more days and he'd be like how about two more months and he'd like write on the bag of hot dog buns like a different expiry date that was clearly handwritten what a bad guy and there were rumors that like (laughs) two hot dog buns are like a dollar look you don't get rich by being selling ethical. unexpired <laughs> hot dog buns in your arena hot dogs, um, and I guess you can just put them in the freezer. Yeah, guess. Yeah. But I don't <laughs> think that well, was no, because then you got to pay for freezing stuff. That's true. <laughs> just in Winnipeg, you just whip it outside. <laughs> yeah, but there was like, uh, so I thought I'd be working with them, but of course you just get assigned to whatever. Like, there's yeah. so many concession things in there. So for a while, I was just in the popcorn cart alone and I was covered in butter just all the time like my entire body was it the the pump of butter it wasn't even it was stuff that you put into like it had like a metal thing at the top like it was actually just like it looked like a fancy cart like it was on wheels like you've probably seen them but I was very short and so everything involving the popcorn heart you had to be tall so I was constantly dropping a million kernels and just like just spilling <laughs> spilling popcorn on people like it was really bad so then they moved me to the barbecue pit Ew. where I had to That's barbecue safer. giant smokies Whoa. at like the age of 12 but everything I did I was so greasy and I remember <laughs> and I was already greasy a greasy, 12. A greasy yeah. age yeah, uh, and I remember <laughs> being at the bus stop. And the other thing about this was like I lied to my mom. So I told my mom that I would always be going to work with these two glamorous girls, but really I was taking three buses, city buses, like by myself <gasps> oh, wow. to get to like so the Winnipeg Arena or stadium. Uh, and when I'd be at the bus stop, I literally just looked so dirty and greasy that I was like a Dickensian ragamuffin. <laughs> and people at the bus stop were like, little girl, do you need bus fare? Like, where are your pa-? Like, I was short. And yeah, people just were always trying to give me like clothing and shelter because I just looked oh so God. dirty. And but I just wanted to be able to hang out with these girls, but also like buy jelly shoes. Yeah. <laughs> like with the money I would make. Right. Like I was like, I want it's the dream glittery jelly shoes. I had a I pair want, to catch your feet to shit. I want a best friend yin yang necklace where I don't keep both parts of the necklace. <laughs> you just snap yeah. one off and give it to your cat. <laughs> wear it on different days. Oh my the different parts of it. Like I just, because they would go out to Perkins after. What's the that? like cool people? Perkins is sort of like, how do I describe it? It's like a Denny's or a white spot, but okay. the clientele is usually 65 plus. Okay. Oh, I like that. They have like That's an early bird special. Cool spot to hang. <laughs> and they, a lot, you know, who liked to hang out there was French Canadian moped bikers. Oh, <laughs> From La Brokerie in Manitoba. They would like love to be in the Perkins. Uh, And it was open light. Also, I think it might have been a 24 hour Mm. thing. And they also had giant banana nut muffins on the menu. Like, 
bigger than Costco muffins, like huge banana nut muffins. Like encroaching on cake. Yes. Yeah. And so I was just so desperate that they would invite me to like their Perkins group, like after a sporting event, like I could go to Perkins (laughs) with them. And but I also remember being just like so broke and really wanting to buy jelly shoes that I feel like I could only buy fries. Yeah. But sometimes I would be like, can I have mayo on the side? And the server of Perkins would be like, yes. Very European dollar. (laughs) And then I'd be like, okay, I'll just have ketchup. Like it was dollar worth of mayo. I just dollar for mayo. Any money was just so much to me, right? At that time, that like having this job was a big deal. But I also remember so like there was a proper barbecue pit, but there was also those hot dogs on the rollers in some of the concession stands. And I like there was literally a rumor that the hot dog was like as old as the arena. Like it was so old, like 50 year old, same hot dog. I wouldn't put it past that guy. It just looks like a slim gym. Like it's so, <laughs> just like so ET's finger. So dry. <laughs> like Dick. it just was, yeah, the, all of that was very shady. And then the, the big story about this is I had to work a gray cup. Oh, oh my God, a 12. Like I might have been 13 at that point. I did this okay, job for a couple you're an adult. years. Yes, I, was, I was an adult. I had my driver's license. As soon as you get your period, you're an adult. <laughs> I, so moved, I, was I had moved out on my own. And I was ready to work this great cup. Uh, but so we had to, it was such a long shift. It was a 14 hour shift because you had to prepare. But also like because of the way it was run by Tony Soprano, <laughs> uh, there was not enough supplies. So like we immediately oh at 11 a.m ran out of coke like coca-cola oh my gosh but there was still plenty of coke <laughs> there was tons of cocaine which we were offering for free but people <laughs> just the first one <laughs> but people were furious about the running out of coke and they ran out of beer oh jeez! and like in the game had not even started yet oh. and people were trying to climb over the counters like and get like in the back to be like what's going on back there like people there was so t- crowds like you're and crowds hoarding the coke yeah crowds and crowds of people being like don't don't lie to me You got a CO2 tank back there. Like it was. And (laughs) also there were tons of Hell's Angels, uh, but the Hell's Angels were the most reasonable people at the sporting event. And they were like throwing, pulling people back and being like, be nice to these kids. And so now I always feel like you got to be at least as nice as nice as a Hell's Angel in a retail environment. I mean, they for sure drank all the beer immediately. And they were the reason (laughs) that there was no beer being served. But they also were not letting. But people were like trying to physically assault us. Wow. Because of the children. Yeah, basically children. That's who works at concession in a stadium or arena. Wow, wow, wow. But we also ran out of hot water. Like our, like to clean. So I just remember, like it was just a horrible day where we ran out of everything. Everyone was so mad. There was like one billion people in the concession area at any given time, and then I had to scrub out like the nacho cheese pump oh God. using like cold water and hand soap. Oh my God, that's, <laughs> that's so sad. Not, not sanitary either. It was just a real. It was such a gross job. I was so buttery. <laughs> just a buttery buttery potato just slipped out of those that crowd's hands if they tried to grab you (laughs) wow Um, but yeah it's just one of those things where i don't feel like there was any ever a good experience there was like in the smoky pit i was very stressed about having to take money because i hadn't learned math yet (laughs) wow (laughs) pretty much but it's hard yeah money is different than knowing math 
And someone tried to pay for a smoky with like a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> like like a like a just like he had a roll of like one of those money clips. It was one of your boss's friends. <laughs> full of hundos. Yeah, obviously. It was um what are I'm trying to think of this apparently. It was Polly. It was pussy. It was like find that smoky. <laughs> Here's a G or whatever, a dime, whatever. I don't know any mafia language at all. Me neither. Uh, but yeah. He was like, "Can you make change for that?" And I was like, Ter-. "Like I just, I feel like I actually peed myself. <laughs> like I just was like, I don't, definitely don't and have like, this. It's much- just melted butter. <laughs> yeah, you like, hand back the change, and you're like, sorry, it's wet. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much what I said about everything I served anybody at that." <laughs> job it was sorry, a dripping hot dog it's wet it's like wet with my buttery sweat but also everything is just wet because it's in in the arena slash stadium those i think both are torn down now like they've built new so they were really old at the yeah. time and like grungy but wow. those are gone now but i feel like that guy i know i should be careful like he probably still runs that show who knows you're but, safe with us. Yeah. But uh, yeah. And I really, I literally never worked alongside either of those girls. They were. Oh, <laughs> but did you get to go to Perkins? I did. I did get invited a couple of times to Perkins, but everyone was like 18. Yeah. <laughs> so they did not want to hang out. <laughs> like this buttery potato 12 year old who was like, I'm playing French voice. <laughs> oh, my own. Not rich, madame. <laughs> Like, uh, do you remember how much you got paid? Like, was it? I want to say it was under five dollars an hour. I was going to guess about four eighty. Yeah, I wow. think I made like four twenty five or something like that. Four, I made four twenty an hour. Nice. <laughs> and I had so much. Free, was like, I want that job. And I had free cocaine, which was incredible. No, I did not. Um, yeah, but it was just like as a first job, it was such an intense amount of responsibility, and Holy. like and everything I, must have seemed easier afterwards. Yeah, I do feel like. I, it's funny like sometimes Don's uh, mom will be like you both just do these really hard jobs where you're not like paid as well as you could be and you support so many people I'm like honestly this is the easiest job I've ever had <laughs> you're like I'm not have covered you- <laughs> in like butter all day so I'm have fine. you ever worked a gray cup <laughs> <laughs> like- ever been a 12 year old working a gray cup when you've wow. run out of coke and beer and hot water <laughs> <laughs> and the hell's angels are the best behaved people the angels really are the angels. I don't want to get in trouble with them, so I'm just saying that exactly. Right now. Yeah, I've every encounter I've had with a Hell's Angel jacket wearing person has been like the most chivalrous thing, and I'm always like, "Thank you, sir." Yeah, for holding the door for me. Terrifying bunch of people. There were like a lot of Harley Davidson stores in Manitoba. Like that's a big, it's a big angels spot. I feel like there's a lot in BC though, aren't there too? Yeah, there's Angel. a yeah. Yeah, yeah. This sure. is a real Zen. Are in they the still art called of... the Rock Machine in Quebec? Does anybody know? <laughs> <laughs> that was the like Hell's Angels counterpart, Le Rock Machine. I think you're thinking of Roche Voisin. No, not <laughs> not Le Roche, Roche Voisin. Voisin. <laughs> the Rock Machine was the uh, Hell's Angels in Quebec. I used to always confuse Depeche Mode with Rock Voisin. <laughs> wow. I'd like try to tell people I liked Rock Voisin to seem cool, and but it, it was it, Depeche Mode. But it, I meant to be like, yeah, I'm really into Depeche. One, but I'd be like, I love rock was eating. So not? different because <laughs> <laughs> it's two French words. Even though I went to French immersion That's school, true, I guess. And like, what does Depeche Mode even mean? What does Depeche mean? Hurry, really? Yeah, it means like hurry style, fast, like fast fashion. Yeah, kind oh. of. Yeah, 
I guess. Oh, not it's not kinda, now. No. Depeche means like hurry up. Like yeah, de- de- but why are they called Depeche Mode? I think when I hear right, like, I think it's like fast fashion. I also have. I like really love their music. A retail dream that's also kind of a retail nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like I think I'm the nightmare, oh, and gosh, everyone yeah. else is the dream. I went to see and I uh, long shot at Fifth Abbott's the like romantic comedy with Seth Rogen. Oh my and, gosh, really? Yeah, <laughs> Seth Rogen and why can't I think of her name? Um, from Mad Max, Charlize Theron, and she's like a the Secretary of State. Have mm. you heard about this rom com at I all? I think I I saw a targeted ad and I was like, I tried to click it to be like, what is this? And then it didn't. It work. was actually surprisingly good. Okay, like, it was one of the better rom coms I've seen in a while. But I have this thing at the movies where I'm I'm almost like in like a sexual relationship with movie popcorn. Like it's really mm. intense. Like. I feel a bit like a sexual predator, but like towards <laughs> movie popcorn. Like it's tell us of, everything. Like it's uh, it's a lot. Like so, you're just like ah, yeah. Like I feel like it's like you know this like I would die for you. Like I'm like that. But about movie <laughs> you popcorn. just love movie popcorn. I love movie popcorn, and I feel possessive of it. And like I really oh, we should go to a movie together. Intense way. And so I hate this thing where when you go to the movies with people, they don't buy popcorn, but they just assume no, no, no. Have, that they yeah. can eat handfuls of yours. Like uh-uh. it infuriates me. Yeah. And I feel like just like a 50s dad who wants to shoot a boyfriend with a gun. Like that's how I feel. <laughs> that's my about- daughter popcorn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. okay. You get away from my daughter. <laughs> my son I, can fuck anything. I, like, I don't know. This is not really it's a great description. Do you have that with just popcorn or is there other snacks it's popcorn is the thing i really won't share i literally will share everything i will almost give someone like like if some if i was wearing something and someone was like i i just really want that i feel like i would give it to them but popcorn like it's mine and i don't want you to have it if i offer it's fine mm-hmm. yeah but i don't like the assumption that oh, i'm just gonna have a few bites like buy yourself a child's popcorn <laughs> because like i pay for the slayered butter like i have this whole it's like a ritual you are preaching to the choir like I've got things around certain types of food I would rather buy a person an entire one that they can just have three bites of than have them touch my snack yeah I it's just not feel, all snacks but it's a few things I feel intense about movie popcorn so I was there with with John like my long-term boyfriend and he started eating some of my popcorn he doesn't know, know better. By now. he does know and I often share with him but this was a day where like it really it escalated and I felt so horrible and ugly inside that I was like I handed it to him and I was like I have to go leave for a second so that I could calm <laughs> down about how mad I am that he's eating some of this popcorn. Had you not had lunch or something? I had, but I just feel like I'm a monster. Like I'm a monster <laughs> about it. Like I'm an actual monster and I did not want to be like that ain't my popcorn. Like I didn't want to yell. It's your special thing. And Liz- also you're saying no to the patriarchy and that's yeah. <laughs> That's true. He just feels like he's entitled to everything that's mine yes. and to my and to me. No, he does not feel that way at all. Your whole But I was like, oh my God, you're on this nice date. Don't be a fucking, don't lose your shit about this popcorn. But because I was so, I feel like ugly inside, I immediately tripped and twisted my ankle. Because I was kidding, because I was mad that he was eating my popcorn. But you're also feeling that feeling, that internal, like, uh, you know when a building gets uh, blown up and it, it <laughs> yeah. just goes into the ground yeah. and then it's just a puff of smoke? Yeah. That's how my anxiety feels when I'm so ashamed about my behavior. Yeah. Because uh, I do have a short temper and I am like hyper judgmental, especially if I haven't eaten or I'm feeling depressed. Uh, like the things, like I get so ashamed of myself that 
I take myself down long before yeah. anyone else could even notice that this is happening for me. And like, I'm like, I have to go home now. <laughs> I literally feel like he took two kernels too. Like, it was like a really minor amount, but I immediately, I forgot. So at Fifth Ave, there's some seats where you walk up a little step. Right. Yeah. And the other thing is like, I had literally bought the seats. Like I pre-bought the seats. I knew they were on a little step. <laughs> I wanted them because they were the seats at the back, right. which means no one sits behind me, which I prefer. Yeah, they can't look at your popcorn. I, yeah, because they can't reach <laughs> take my popcorn or cough on my neck which is also a weird thing that i have a hang up about but anyway i immediately fell and twisted my ankle like very badly like it started to swell up but then like but just as i fell the person like from cineplex was coming in to like check the theater so she saw me like fall really dramatically and then she went and got like a huge bag of ice and it turned out no one else had bought tickets for this screening of long shot so we had like a private screening and they just kept giving me bags of ice and Don who I had just been a monster towards like sat on the ground and like iced my ankle while we watched this movie and then everyone at Cineplex like they they kept like checking on me to make sure I was like like, it was way above and beyond considering that I did it to myself out of greedy behavior like I felt like it's that's that's like an act of immediate karma like you think something horrible and you're ungenerous and then you like immediately injure yourself but they were i really love fifth ave honestly they're always so nice there when i go to movies and i like fifth ave and the one on canby the park yeah a lot but yeah they were so cool about just giving us big bags of ice and then it would have been better if it was a big bag of popcorn (laughs) yeah they didn't give me additional popcorn because they were like we don't like what it does to you they're like we're cutting and you I, off. Yeah, and I was like, that's fair. <laughs> Luckily, I'd handed him the popcorn before I fell because it would have been a lot more sad yeah. if I had oh. fallen into the... Maybe it would have broken my fall, though. That would have been like the full karmic yeah. sort of punishment is like, you don't share any, you get none. But he like he loved it. He thought it was great. He's like, we got our own private screening. I got to talk the entire time. That's the dream. And it was actually, it's quite funny. Like as far as rom-coms go, like it was like actual laughs, the actual laughs. And there was a couple of moments, like there's a moment in the movie where she has to kind of like ask Seth Rogen to like give stuff up for her political career. And he's like, I'm not going to compromise on my values. And I, I was annoyed at that because I was like, how many women in the history of time have just given up everything for a man's political career. Yeah. What was that movie he did where the woman gets pregnant? Knocked up. Knocked up. <laughs> okay. It's just, it sounds kind of I similar. Do, I do find elements of Knocked Up very funny, though. There are certain jokes in Knocked Up that I still really like. For sure. But um, like yeah. the joke where she decides to have a baby. <laughs> That's so hilarious. So fucking one. funny. Uh, no, I like how when he dances, his only dance moves, he looks like he's throwing dice. <laughs> like something about that description. I don't remember that movie at made all. Made me laugh. But that part annoyed me, but the movie fixes it then. Like it, every second that I was like, I don't know. Like it actually, I felt like it addresses it. It it does, and it was kind of amazing to to watch a movie about a woman's political career where she's like extremely powerful, and there's never any question in the movie that she's like fit. Mm. Like that Charlize Theron's not like great at being yeah. Secretary of State and like should run for president. Basically, like it like that was sort of satisfying mm. if you like political dramas but he's like a gonzo journalist that's the plot is he's like a journalist who hates the president and oh and the president is played by and i'm gonna forget his name but like better call saul 
Bob Odenkirk? Bob Odenkirk is, is the, the president. president. Yeah. He's doing hey. so well. <laughs> I'm on board. Yeah. I'm on board now. I was it's like, a good cast. Of, yeah. You said I Charlize, and I was like, yeah, Seth Rogen. I'm like, I don't know. Bob Odenkirk is president. Yes, what happened please. to Seth Rogen being the voice on the bus? Like, that was very short lived. Yeah. Did it stop? I feel like they stopped it. Mm. I haven't heard him tell me things on the I bus. I don't feel like a voice like Seth Rogen pierces the cloud of, of, uh, Cell phones and uh, stuff like playing YouTube. Oh, yeah, every, it's every, like when everyone's like, what, 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 what is it? No, a dude is talking. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm going to perk up for another guy talking. No. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare? I don't have a retail nightmare. Do you? I have two. Two. And I am part of one and I'm observing another one. So the first one was last night. Uh, I do not eat a lot of vegetables these days. And this week I really was like, I'm going to eat a lot of vegetables, but I'm going to allow myself to buy them because I don't want to make them. So instead of going to assembly, which is, of course, my favorite place to go for a variety of reasons, um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I went to Whole Foods because I wanted to get Coconut Bliss as well. The Galactic Mint is the best. God, Coconut Bliss is so good. It's so good. It's really good. And the ingredients are good. And I don't know. But um, by the time I make it to the hot bar and salad area, I my blood sugar is really low because I also convinced myself that I needed to buy a popcorn machine because I want I've wanted one for some time, but they'd never go on sale. You and, should let me operate it for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm a total pro. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love air pop popcorn at home, like when I'm watching TV with nutritional yeast and butter or, oh, or yeah. balance or whatever. Um and Hank was at the hairdresser with me the night before and had really enjoyed the hairdresser popcorn. And so I was like, oh, I'll make popcorn for us. Does you your only- hairdresser give you popcorn? Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. And it's like kettle corn with a bit of sugar. <sighs> that's so nice. That's the kind Hank likes. Hank doesn't like regular popcorn. It's I found discerning. out last night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he liked the sugary stuff. Um, so by the time I make it to Whole Foods, it's like five o'clock. Uh, I eat lunch at 1130 usually. So I'm hungry at five. I know. I'm like a kid. I'm either a kid or a senior. You I can't wake decide. up at like 4 a.m. I was up this morning at 4.30 taking the dog for a pee. Whoa. Um, but I have a problem with guessing how much things are going to cost. So I also have a problem with potatoes. Every time you said potatoes, like potatoes, the most beautiful thing in the world. <laughs> uh, so all of my vegetables also included three different kinds of potatoes. Uh, and when I got to the cash, my salad cost $20. Yeah. <laughs> And recently with my recent rent increase, I've become a little bit more conscious of how I spend money. And so for the first time in my adult life out loud, I said, $20 (laughs) for vegetables? Farmer Man was with you. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Farmer Man can live a week on $20. Uh, And I just had that. Then I felt so embarrassed that I said it. She's like, yes, we charge by weight. And I was like, I know that. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of potatoes were they? Were they like the little goldies? Like, were they really fancy? They make these like country style mashed potatoes, which are delicious. And also two different kinds of potato salad. Oh. As well as like a bunch of like sautéed mushrooms and other things that are filled with water and heavy. Okay. <laughs> but when I got home and then I took Hank for like a 45 minute walk and I was thinking about my little salad I bought for $20 and opened it up. And it was like two meals, which I ate immediately uh, and definitely was worth $20. But that place is like I just have no control at the hot bar. Adjusting to a rent increase like I, I guess it's been over a year for me now and I'm still... 
I've realized I've literally like gone into debt the exact amount of my rent increase. Like I did not adjust. I yeah, I I, it'll be fine. I'm in a better position than many. I don't have like you know five million dollars of student loans, and I've like. But it is a weird adjustment, right? You get really used to your rent being a certain amount, and I'm not like a person who actively budgets and stuff. But I was living within my means, and then suddenly I'm like, oh. I guess I can't keep buying these gold hats. <laughs> <laughs> it looks beautiful on you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's really definitely. heavy, but like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My I... gold hat consumption <laughs> just really has to be controlled. It's a bucket hat. <laughs> it's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a few of those moments where I think about, oh, I used to spend so much money eating out and on like treats that I loved, and now I'm getting a bit smarter and looking a little bit more. I didn't have to look at, I never was concerned about how much I spent on food, uh, but I've, it's a good wake up call. You got to start thinking about those beans. Those beans, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about those beans. Very affordable. Right now. <laughs> and then I, on the way here, I stopped to get a coffee at Starbucks, which uh, everyone knows I, I like. I wanted to stop at JJ Bean, but I would totally have messed up getting here. So I'm going to go on the way back. The one in Chinatown closed and I'm shocked. What? Like the Starbucks on Main in uh, Oh, the Starbucks. Yeah. I used the bathroom there recently. That new one closed? I think that's why it closed down. Why? (laughs) I wonder like the bled. So not the bled. The bled. (laughs) I couldn't remember if it was a waves or a bled. The blades. Those two are interchangeable. The waves over on the other side of the street closed too. What's so going only on? the Tim Hortons is. I feel like the Tim Hortons, honestly, was most needed in the neighborhood for its affordability. But every time you go in there, it's literally like every fringe busker in the world is in that Tim Hortons. <laughs> so Someone's trailing fire. It's like Someone's on a unicycle. Someone's on rollerblades. Someone's, is it roller girls? Someone's naked. Like it's just really. It's a, of the penis. it's a clash of humanity always and so busy and I just like I just want to be on meat wrap like it's so I you, you want to be on meat wrap in there in the morning you'd like to really want it yeah but yeah how does a Starbucks close like that seems a Starbucks close shocking near me and a, an independent place opened and I was like oh. yay but I understand when there's two across from each other why one might but close. But it was yeah, it's surprising to me that it closed. It's not even I a always renovation. I feel like that Starbucks was just built in that it can't be can't have been more than a couple years old. I think the problem is people aren't thinking about those beans enough. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We need to get the word out there. That's what Starbucks should be doing Bean. now is cup of beans, bean you know, awareness, no blonde, coffee beans. Blonde roast is not getting the thought it deserves isn't that what their roast is called well they ran out of it at the starbucks and this goes back to my uh retail nightmare so i go in there and uh i don't know what happened but right before i got here i just completely crashed Mm. energy wise which is sad it's saturday like um so i thought okay i'm gonna get a decaf and that will probably help and i got in there and there's this man he's like tall kind of nordic guy like swedish or something with a little neck tattoo and he does not speak English that well. The woman helping him doesn't quite understand what he's asking. And I think that she's new. And he's like, what kind of meat is that? Is there meat in it? Is there meat in that? He keeps asking a question. And there's a fucking tag in the sandwich. And I'm like, grouchy, because I was just looking at couches I can't afford, which I do all the time before I get to the podcast, because uh, I love couches. And 
I like I pointed as like it says chorizo, but I don't say it in this term. But I'm just like it says chorizo. He's like, well, that means nothing to me. And he's like, what does that mean? What kind of meat is that? And I just and I'm now at this point like the two Starbucks people are just like we don't know why this giant bean is talking to us. This white bean that's curved over the the counter at us. And I was like, it's pork. And he's like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. But I won't even look at him because when I'm this like grouchy, I don't make yeah. eye contact. And it's also like, like feels like maybe it is an allergy day because my eyes feel like very swollen and heavy. Mm. And then uh, he's like, thank you so much. And I don't even acknowledge him. I'm just like, go fuck yourself. He could have been your future husband. Probably is very similar to what I like to think about. <laughs> yeah, um, I was like, when you were describing him, I'm like, you like this. Yeah. No, this is I don't like anyone right now. I don't want to talk to anybody. What's his neck tattoo Yeah, say? what's it, ABBA? <laughs> <laughs> I hope this so. This is SOS. <laughs> says I'm looking for a lady who can jackhammer me. Mm. I missed it. Mama um, Mia. Here we but then go like, He was having a retail nightmare. And I was kind of like the... The person that was you were like act- the anti Freddy Krueger, and like, like it was just kind of weirdly it. like mm. chaotic in there. And uh, then he finally found like a sandwich that he wanted. I thought he's a vegetarian. At yeah, first. that's what I was gonna thought. This story was going is like <laughs> yeah. he couldn't have meat. Yeah, and so like, and I think Shrizo is almost always just pork. So hopefully, Did I was he right. Pork. He seemed fine with it. I was like, is he kosher? Like I'm trying to. Understand. That's what I was wondering yeah. too. Then I was like, well, what if he doesn't eat beef for religious reasons? And I was like, he could. Maybe something I may not. You pork know, being the one assume. you eat is a weird one. Pork, yeah. the one you love. So he just seemed to be having a terrible time getting his order. Like he's probably visiting and very hungry. And uh, then just when they finally get all sorted out and he gets his pork bun, uh, like the woman who seems quite hapless, to be honest, is just holding a big empty coffee cup. And she looks at her coworker. She's like, oh, no, we're out of blonde. (laughs) And uh, so I don't know how they fix that for him, but I don't know what blonde roast means. <laughs> when they run out of blonde, they just have to close. <laughs> yeah, what is a blonde roast? Like, is it something they made up? It's is for it lighter? People. <laughs> well, that's why he was getting it. It's only loud. <laughs> and decafs for high-strung ladies in their early forties. But what is does d- decaf still have some caffeine? In I think it's it a tiny bit. Okay, I think it's ground. Well, I was a Which very brings me to my third barista. retail nightmare. Starbucks. We have, buy Starbucks coffee at work because it's the coffee that most people seem to be less annoyed by. And their decaf packaging is exactly the same as their regular packaging, except for in small letters that says decaf. Uh, so I have fucked myself up a many a times with a real coffee. I was gonna say like when I worked when I was a terrible barista, you gr- unless you grind the decaf beans separately, it's always gonna be like slightly have a little bit yeah. caffeinated. So like for people who really want decaf, you should have like a separate yeah grinder. Mm. I don't mind there sneak being some that sneaks in for sure. I don't either, but there yeah there are people who want like half calf and then it gets complicated because you have to like. Yeah, just like, those are the people you lie to. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> or if you're me and a terrible priest, you're like, sure, sure, I can do that. Here's your bean juice. Yeah, here's your yeah, hot bean, bean water. Juice. Um, what segment should we do? Or do yeah. you want to just do oh, food in space? Can we do acceptable sauces? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> acceptable sauces. Acceptable sauces. I'm gonna show.
you were talking about mayonnaise earlier for fries. Mm, so good. Do you have any other acceptable sauces? Yeah, so I wanted to say, like, I come from a very saucy people. You are a saucy I'm, lady. Uh, yeah, I'm German, so my family arrived on a gravy boat <laughs> <laughs> to Canada. It was made of schnitzel. <laughs> a gravy boat in German is called Die Schmiergelder. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Oh, wow. Do you speak German? I do. Like, I learned it in university so much. My, um, my mom's dad is from Germany and then my estranged dad is from the same town in Germany because my mom met him while visiting oh. her dad's parents and they lived in like the same apartment block. Oh, whoa. Yeah, in Bremen. So I do speak German, but I but it's one of those things where they put me in immersion as a child and my brother too. And they were like, we don't want to confuse them so they can just learn French and they didn't speak German to us as kids. Okay. Which is too bad because I feel like I could be much better German speaker. Yeah. Did they I, speak German to each other? Uh, not a lot. My dad and I guess my opa would, and my mom does speak German, but she never like formally learned it, but like learned it was spoken to as a child. And like, I think did some like community center, like German <laughs> school or something. So she does a little bit, but yeah, they thought it was more important for us to learn French, yeah. a skill which neither of us has used professionally <laughs> in our lives, but we could, I guess. Like I liked being French immersion. Good. Manitoba is very francophone mm -hmm. and i love francophones so like that's been good but anyway sauce <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah we love sauce and i feel like i don't know if it's just germans but basically there's always like four sauces at every meal <laughs> that i would have so growing funny. up okay almost everything my mom made was like prepared in a mushroom gravy <laughs> oh yeah and her mushroom gravy was like from campbell's tin mushroom soup like that was a real mood i feel like in the 80s of cooking maybe just in our oh, no. household okay yeah my favorite meal was the egg noodles and the mushroom sauce yeah. from the tin of it i would still eat it that there seems was, german to me there was an amazing it german restaurant r.i.p in winnipeg that is close called gasthaus gutenberger <laughs> <laughs> Love the guest house. It was so amazing. And you'd go, they would have a Sunday buffet and they would literally have seven types of gravy. Whoa. Featuring in the buffet. There'd be like a white gravy, a mushroom gravy, a beef gravy, a veal gravy. Like it was every. Oh. Yeah. Like, beef and veal? Yeah. Like separate. Because you got to have your veal with your beef gravy and your beef if with your veal. Yeah. Gravy. If you're all beef gravy. The baby and the mom together again. Not young enough. It's too aged. But yeah. So I have really strong opinions about sauce and it's always a thing in my relationships where I am aghast if a meal comes with like not at least two to three Really? Yeah, like it's a weird. I guess I'm basically like a king. <laughs> and I did not know that about myself until I like realized that there are people who just like to eat salad without dressing. Oh, I just met somebody like that. I found that horrifying. I always thought that was weird, but then I tried it and I was like, oh, it's still a salad. I There's so if, much water in the leaves and stuff. I guess if greens are also really delicious, yeah, I could. See it. So my weird sauce that I did this week was I d I had salad leftovers, uh, and I brought it to work and like there wasn't dressing because guess what I ate all the dressing the <laughs> night before. <laughs> like I didn't think about it and I poured oh, like no. yeah. four tablespoons of dressing onto a side salad and ate it because do you ever eat at martinis? No. Oh, it's. 
one of those places where the portions are extremely huge and I love ordering from them because they're like a normal price, but then I can eat it for like three days. Yeah. Where is it? I don't even know. It's it, it. it's on Broadway and I'm trying to think of where. It's on Broadway, Broadway near uh, Ontario, right? Yes. I feel like it's like the closest thing we have to an Olive Garden or something. Like okay. it has a huge menu and their house salad is kind of like a normal house salad, except it has pineapple in it. Whoa. And then their dressing is like this garlicky, lemony, creamy dressing. This house dressing. I really like their house dressing. I find it delicious. So yeah, I ate a bucket of it, obviously, the day before. And then I was at work and I was like, oh no. How to dressing. Uh, what am I going to put on this? So one thing that I find acceptable is lime juice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just on anything. Yeah. That needs a oh, bit yeah. of. Yeah, good call. Yeah, but the lime juice was three months expired. Oh, no. Still good. So what I went for was a two-month expired garlic mayo. Oh. <laughs> that I found that was fully not mine. It definitely belonged to my coworker. It's two-month expired. I feel like he wasn't eating it. That's only. But the he also best wasn't cleaning it up. Sell which by is, date. It's, it's yeah. But I. But that was like very. It worked out. Like mayo on a yummy. salad is pretty. It's not bad. That's very French. It is like greasier than you think. Like I think feel like yeah. I feel like something about salad dressings. There, the vinegar component is maybe important. Yeah. I realized. Yeah. But like a garlic mayo on some romaine. It You're sounds delicious. Me so hungry. Have you ever tried? Okay. I was thinking about this earlier when you were telling your theater story. Have you ever tried mayonnaise on popcorn? No. <laughs> I want to try it now. Sounds really good. I feel like I would like it. I love doing a grilled cheese with mayo instead of butter. Oh. Like you put mayo on the outside and then the inside. It'd and be it would be so greasy on your hands. No, I bet it gets really toasty, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. And it, it, it tastes, it's delicious. I had mayo on four cheese pizza last night. I love mayonnaise. <laughs> I love. I even love veganase. Like to me, it's uh, me just too. as delicious. Yeah, I love so many vegan things. I'm like, this is fine. I'm good with this. It's just, it's an equal replacement in my mind. I feel like the first time I orgasmed was when I had mayo. <laughs> like <laughs> so young. <laughs> I wasn't even that young because I grew up in a diabetic household where people did not have a lot of great nutritional information. So all they ate was diet products and no fats. Oh. Right. So we ate no name the no name version of diet miracle whip whoa that was the salad dressing i had growing up and it's disgusting sounds i haven't tried it but in my remember mind what that looks like i'm thinking it's like liquid styrofoam it kind of tastes like um what's that terrible the worst salad dressing thousand island Ooh. i recently misordered it the, the wooden shoe i was very hungry i love the wooden wooden shoe but um i've been kind of on the fence about whether or not i'm eating red meat anymore mm. Uh, purely for ethical reasons, I love it. It's delicious. Um, so I ordered a pancake stuffed with like beef and onions and peppers. And then it said Thousand Island dressing. And then I mentioned it and I was like, I couldn't remember what it tasted like. Does anyone even eat that anymore? Like it was such a buffet staple. Orange sauce. Yeah, when we were kids. Like totally. any buffet would have like a, a ranch and maybe a blue cheese. Mm -hmm. And an like Italian, bucket. like just an the, an craft, Italian the craft assortment. Yeah, what and then ranch? Thousand even. Island. Ranch, I know what it is. It is uh, sour cream. Okay. Garlic. Okay. It's the base, I think, or buttermilk. It might oh, be yeah. buttermilk yeah. and sour cream. Buttermilk ranch is the thing. Garlic. I'm so hungry. And I think it's just pepper. That's actually the ranch that I own. Buttermilk ranch. Oh, yeah. that sounds so cute. <laughs> that would be so... I just imagine this really beautiful bay-colored pony. Yeah. Oh, man. And everything's covered in butter. <laughs> just, everything's a little bit oily. 
<laughs> a little greasy. I'm a big fan of mayonnaise, and I grew up eating Miracle Whip. And uh, so when I had mayonnaise for the first time, like even in school, because everyone eats mayo on French fries, our school cafeteria would often just have Miracle Whip. So we'd have Miracle Whip on French fries. Oh. Um, but Miracle Whip, uh, my neighbors who were French always did their salad dressings with a mayonnaise base oh. and iceberg lettuce and a mayonnaise base dressing was delicious. It was basically like a sandwich without the bread. Do you remember when Miracle Whip tried to market itself to the youth? The and they- hipsters? <laughs> we are Miracle Whip and we will not turn it down. It's like all these people they're all at like, a party. They're like just with <laughs> on a loved. couch in a like a drained backyard pool oh, with yeah. skateboarders like doing tricks and they're all like passing around a travel size thing of Miracle Whip and I was like this is they're putting out their cigarette in it instead of a boombox they're like yeah, holding they're their like, yeah. to and their just ear. like dipping their fingers in it and like putting it on each other's noses i haven't had to be a part of any marketing like copywriting decisions or anything like that for a couple of years but i went to this big work-related marketing seminar a few months ago and the woman who was running it and along with the other people had worked on massive massive ad campaigns but we were studying acts as the oh, case wow. study. And I had a lot, got a lot of insight into like, A, like this person's extremely successful. B, she's successful at something I hate. And C, wow, I can't imagine a bunch of women like sitting around coming up with these ads together. It's so fascinating. Like how did this ad become so popular or, or make it out of this room? How did that miracle whip thing <laughs> Or happen. like that Pepsi thing with the like, oh, oh God. give a Pepsi to a cop and they'll stop firing yeah. bullets at protesters or whatever. A cop wasn't even that long ago. Stopped me this week in oh, like yeah? a fancy deli, and I thought it was it because was it go time. <laughs> I thought it was because as we walked in, there were like six cops in there, and I was like, okay, we got to leave and burn this place down. Like I made a joke, <laughs> and I thought he heard. Like right. I was waiting for yeah. my coffee, is in a coffee shop, and he came up to me, and I was like, oh no, like what's gonna happen? And then he was like, I really love those earrings. <laughs> it was so weird. I felt like when was he hitting on you? I don't know, and I feel like it's like when someone's creepy uncle's like, "You remind me of my ex-wife." Like it's like, <laughs> like, it's like, oh. like it just felt dirty and wrong. And I was like, "I'm doing something really wrong." If the cops like want to give me compliments, like this is so weird. And I was wearing these earrings that are huge daggers piercing a heart. And I was oh, like, yeah, well, cops one. do love murder. <laughs> so maybe he just really loved those. Violent but crime. Vi- they just love violence and murder. But yeah, like being complimented by a cop, like I was like, I, what have I done? Like, I, what have I done that this is happening? Yeah. I think he was either hitting on you or he would like to have similar earrings or likes your taste, <laughs> right? Like, Well, then I thought, is he a secret queen? Yeah, that's what I would yeah, second like, thought I, was like. I tried to be like, I, I, I was like, I don't even know how to write a joke about this because like there's all this stuff like, I'm a white person, obviously, like my interaction with the cop is going to be way different. Yeah. But I was with people of color. So it was like stressful that this cop like I just was like, oh, did I did I really F up here and put other people in danger with my joke about cops? Like I was was a real weird moment. Sorry to like divert with that. But I just have been trying to process like this weird interaction with a VPD officer. Uh, I think you did great. <laughs> Are cops just allowed to walk up to people and compliment them? Isn't that mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. stress- <laughs> isn't, But isn't that stressful? Yeah. I find just seeing them at the... Well, I started to feel very like bothered by the police presence, the VPD presence inside the uh, Canada line and Skytrain. There is really increased police presence right now, I've noticed. And I just think, like, go outside. Like, stand outside. Because nothing happens in there, ever, really, during rush hour. 
Um, don't give people $175 tickets for a $2.95 ticket they may not be able to afford and just stand right on the corner at Commercial Drive and ticket all the fuckers that are breaking the law constantly in their cars. Ticket the terrible mountain bike people who take their bike families on the SkyTrain at rush hour. Yeah, there's... Ticket those people. Don't those ticket people poor people who can't afford the train. Their bike, like, I... I see them do it all the time and it all infuriates the time. me. And no one here in Vancouver wants anyone to ever say anything to them because they're chicken shit. I feel like bike people are literally like, I keep bringing up Veronica Mars, but they're like the own niners of Vancouver. Like they're untouchable. And I've never seen Veronica They are Mars. touchable because that's a... <laughs> the own niners are the rich kids that like live in the rich 09 postal okay. zip code okay. and they just can get away with everything and I think about them too because I think on this podcast one of the guests talked about having to do Fudora to like a kid at school yeah. <laughs> um, and, and it was so funny to me because that happens in Veronica Mars the rich kids are allowed to like order pizza and Chinese food like to school but the other kids aren't it's this weird thing through, through a point system but anyway like yeah I just feel like that's who bike people are in Vancouver like they're in this weird elite class and then yeah they're taking their like $75,000 bikes on the sky train at rush hour. Yeah, I'm like, why did you get a bike, guys? Why don't you ride it? Because you love riding it so much. And tell me how much you love to ride it. Anyway. And you have all the gear. Uh, yeah. Jessica and I ride our bikes quite a bit. But and no, it's great to ride a bike. But I ride there's a bike no, too. I'm going yeah. to do this different <laughs> attitudes around it. Like I yeah. was waiting for the 15 um, to go home, the 15 bus, which goes up Canby Street. And I take that bus to just give myself a break from of course. the train. And the bikes on the train are crazy. Like, you're not allowed on at rush hour. I'm so sorry. but get And then people look frustrated because they can't get their bike on. I'm like, fuck you. It's just going to turn into, like, a Brian De Palma, Phantom of the Paradise situation where they tear oh, no. the cyclist apart. Well, people get so mad, and they should. Yeah, and their dirty tire touches your clean work clothes. Oh, no. And mm-hmm. I'm always in a white linen suit. And it's so <laughs> true. I mean, and, you, and your gold hat. <laughs> gold hat. Gold bucket hat. I just look like P. Diddy, like circa 2002 all the Ooh, time. Yeah. Just a gold. That's a white linen just suit a and vest. a gold, no. gold hat. Beautiful. Uh, style icon. Should we pop of the week? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Papo of the week. All right. Who's your pop of the week? I have two puppos. My first puppos are, they're older, but on my birthday, I went to Victoria and I went to Oak Bay Beach Hotel, which is an incredible hotel that has outdoor like mineral pools. And if you can ever just take a break there, please do that for yourself. But I was desperate to see a seal. Like my one birthday (laughs) wish was I just know that people casually see seals in Victoria all the time. And I thought we would have to go to Fisherman's Wharf, but so... My friend Amy is amazing at booking trips. And so she figured out that we could take the like connector bus onto the ferry and then it like takes us into downtown Victoria. And then the hotel has like a fancy Escalade that they like pick you up in from the bus stop. So we're in it and it's like driven by a teen, Mm -hmm. obviously. And I was like, oh, I want to see seals. And we're going to go to Fisherman's Wharf. And we're just chatting with him. And he was like, there's literally seals at the Oak Bay Marina, which is a five minute walk away all the time and I was like this is a huge tip that no one has ever told me so we walked over there 
And it used to be that you could buy fish in the gift shop, Whoa. frozen <laughs> fish, and feed the seals. Whoa. So obviously the seals are always there because they love this well easy fed. get. Yeah. But they that they had changed the rules because I guess someone tried to feed their child to a sea lion. What? <laughs> in like Harris, like or in Steveston, there was that incident right. where like oh, a kid yeah, yeah. because was like falling Got in the pulled, water. Pulled in by a, yeah, a sea lion. Yeah. The parents were unsuccessfully able to feed their child to a sea lion it got too much media too bad so then you're not supposed to feed the seals anymore but if you like there's a little station where people clean fish and if you turn on the water or like tap at the station seals will come because they know that people clean fish there so one like burped up and was just hanging out and looking at me and then he became angry (laughs) because i didn't have fish to give him but i saw him and i was so happy but then these tourists showed up with a fish which is not allowed but they threw it in the water and um, like i made videos of it which you may have seen on instagram i remember them 10 seals appeared and just were like happy they were so beautiful i was so happy there was one that just kept hitting its chest (laughs) which was like the real ham seal because he (laughs) wanted the fish yeah but yeah he would like float up out of the water and just like beat his chest super macho like give it to me and they're all my puppos it was actually so magical that i like feel like i'm starting to cry just by talking (laughs) about it because like what a magical province we live in that you can just see seals casually on mm-hmm. like a five minute urban walk. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And they're, I just feel like they're beautiful potatoes of the sea. It they have these are. like round bodies and they're so graceful. They have the ultimate beach body. They do. So streamlined. Those seals are really beautiful because they're speckled. Yes, they're yeah. the beautiful speckled I don't know what kind ones. they are because the ones I see usually here in the city are the brown seals. The dark one. I saw one at Jericho actually weirdly just like bobbing around yeah. in even the bay that little bay area like you do see them but in those Vancouver. ones that you're talking about are huge they're these they ones look are like huge. arctic seals yeah they yeah. must i don't know are they harbor seals yep yeah yeah they're so pretty so they're all my puppos in like victoria what a you can see whales there like geez victoria has a great They've also got uh, peacocks and Beacon Hill Park. So the baby goats that you can just oh, like yeah. go brush. Is the petting zoo still there? In Beacon yeah, Hill? and Beacon Hill Park and they... Baby every, pigs too? If you get there at 10 a.m., I think it is, they do a baby goat stampede oh where they let them into the park. It is the cutest. Yeah, so they're amazing. I'm still so happy I got to see a seal. Like they were coming so close you could almost touch them. It would be a bad idea to yeah. touch them. I didn't realize the reason why you couldn't feed them was because of that thing that happened in Richmond. Yeah. They're getting too friendly with people, maybe. I feel like, A, the parents really took a lot. Like, it was just an accident. Yeah. And it could have happened to anyone. Like, you you would never think an an animal like that is going to reach out. and pulled, yeah. I think it pulled her shirt and she fell into the water. Because she was, like, a little kid. I know. She was really close. I shouldn't joke, but the video does kind of look like they're feeding her. Yeah. (laughs) The way that it was filmed, apparently... That's not your fault. Like there was yeah. a, there was an article afterwards where it kind of explained what happened. But feeding those fucking seals is the greatest. Bring it back. <laughs> As you go in and it's so weird. It's this like little quaint seaside gift store with a freezer. And you buy frozen fish for them. You've yeah. done it before? Yeah. Oh, Have you been to the Oak Bay Marina? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, so, it's so beautiful. <laughs> That's where it was. Yeah, yeah. It's so beautiful. So I was there while you could feed them. And it's uh, an experience that is, you really do feel like you are experiencing something really special. Guys. I got something to top all of that. I got to feed the seals 
on my birthday at the Vancouver Aquarium when I was a little oh, did kid. Did you do the encounter? Like the seal encounter? You like go into their enclosure. Oh, yeah. Put on a life vest because I was eight. It was my eighth birthday and I had my birthday at the aquarium. I don't know if they still do it anymore. This was obviously a very long time ago. I feel like it probably was affordable then also. Like I have no I idea so. what it would cost to have yeah, a birthday at the aquarium now. not rich. But that was the best part. You got to go behind the scenes and see like all the animals that were like being cared for that were like injured or they were rehabilitating. And I got to see, I got to help prepare the fish that we got to feed to the seals and they shove them full of vitamins. Seals are blorpos. They are blorpos. And I have a real rule about this, which is any animal that's round can be a blorbo yeah but only seals can be blorbos blorbos okay blorbo <laughs> versus blorpo. i just want to make the semantic point yeah okay about language it's well, really important you're in to me. the literary world so <laughs> you you have the platform to make that point my other pupple real quick i feel like i'm talking so much oh. so thanks for listening you're, to all my you're a lot to say today uh she was so about my my very best friend decided to just like abruptly quit her management of a retail store job and she's moved to a farm outside of Quebec. Wow. Oh, wow. And is like working with a million chickens and pigs. And like she took her family and they're just like living on this farm. And she sent me a photo today and she was just like so tanned and majestic and beautiful. Wow. And I just like I'm just really proud of her and happy for her that she's just like living this prairie girl horse dream. Totally. Working on a farm <laughs> right now. That's awesome. Yeah. She like grew up with horses and stuff and. I just feel like it's been I'm not saying that, you know, woofing is good for everybody, but I feel like this is like such a great thing for her right now. And I'm loving the amount of chicken content I'm receiving from her (laughs) being on this farm with so many chickens. Just the sound of chickens like isn't really an upper for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like they got little noises. They do make really nice noises. They're so cute. They're very cool animals. I love them. So those are my papas. Good papo. Alicia, who's your papo? My papa's Hank. We had such a great morning this morning. We went up to um, Queen Elizabeth Park and he got in the fountain on his own today. There's a big fountain up there that says, does not say anywhere, no dogs. So I've been sort of encouraging him over the past few weeks to give it a go. And today, like with much uh, coaching, he got in and realized it wasn't so scary, but he walks like he's on the moon when he's in there. (laughs) And I don't know why, like, I think he's not comfortable, but he spreads out his back legs really far. <laughs> Does he do that any other time? No. It's <laughs> so funny. But it's nice to, that he gets to cool down and be there. So, yeah, he's my favorite. And I don't know what I'd do without him. Hank the dog. Aw. Yeah. Good blorpo. I mean, blor- what what is it? Is he is Hank a blorpo? No, is he it doesn't Blorbo. Blorbo versus blorpo. <laughs> I'm still getting the hang of it. I mean, you're going to do it. Forgive me if I make a mistake. I mean, cats can, like, fat animals can also be, like, chonks. Chonks. Or round boys. Chonky boys, yeah. yeah. I do follow a lot of round animal accounts because yeah. I just love it. I yeah. love I love that round shape. <laughs> okay, my papa of the week is Nightcat because oh. she got her semi-annual shaving happening so now she looks like a lion oh wow she's so sleek she's quite sleek and uh i think she looks real dumb when she gets a haircut she's <laughs> like, seen her. she's, she's a really fluffy cat right she's she and hank have the same haircut right now. normally quite majestic but when she gets shaved like this she just looks so dumb like she just looks like she doesn't know what happened to the rest of her so I've decided when she gets that haircut, her new name is Dum Dum. 
<laughs> uh, but she's been very friendly and coming over quite a lot lately and just sort of like hanging out for quite a while. We recorded earlier this week and she came out nice. after we were done. And Well, she does have a little peanut brain. She does. That's what cats have. She's a little dum-dum, but she's been very friendly and she's really into, uh, I fed her a tiny bit, like tiny, tiny, like maybe like the size of a pea little piece of tofurkey and Aww. she loved it so much <laughs> and i love tricking animals so much because they think they're eating meat and i'm like you have no fucking idea you dumb dumb my cat loves to lick ears because like i think she loves the taste of earwax what a freak so i just want to say the palate i think is not that discerning <laughs> yeah. it's just like savory yeah. like i feel like that's what their brain Taste. creamy <laughs> yeah like it's not yeah, yeah hank wants to eat all of his eye boogers that i pull out of his face why do dogs love that it's like their favorite treat it's so to weird eat their own eye booger yeah and, and like, then he will like he'd be like you gotta give it to me and I'm like, like if you're trying go. to get it away and you're trying to like you know, use the Kleenex or whatever. And they're immediately like, where are you putting it? I need it. She yeah. loved to eat my ex's toenails too, which is one of the <laughs> most disgusting things ever. He'd be like trimming them. She'd be like dancing underneath, like give me my toenail treats. Like it's so, so disgusting. It would be like disgusting. Only, <laughs> only his though. No one like, yeah, it was real weird. Maybe he had like some sort of fungal thing going That's on. That's why we had to break up. <laughs> so I was like, I can't watch the cat eat your toenails ever again. It's, that would be, I feel like that's too sharp to go through an animal's digestive tract. No, they can eat bones. So sharp though. Toenails can be like little Maybe daggers. Maybe his weren't. Barf. <laughs> they were just soft and juicy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I feel like I always bring up toenails when I come on this podcast. Well, we kind of talk about everything. At some point, <laughs> we just get around to toenails. It's fine. It's not your fault. Anyway, that that it. That my puppo. My cat. So now if people want to follow you online, they want to see what you're doing. You've got things going on. I do some stuff going on. Um, I always say like I do comedy like a corpse flower. Just like every <laughs> 10 years, people are like, we're revolted yet attracted. And so attracted to this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you can follow me. I'm on Twitter, Sanara G, C-Y-N-A-R-A-G-E-E. And my name is this also Sanara G on Instagram. And I mostly just like take up space and be fat and uh, take a lot of selfies. You're one of my favorite Instagrams. It's my vibe. I do a lot of stories about neighborhood animals and plants, which I feel like we really vibe on that. That's also your vibe. Lots of plants. So we just jerk off to each other's (laughs) Insta stories. It's a real circle. Sometimes while messaging one another. Yeah. I mean, like, (laughs) I'm I'm close. I'm real close. Really? I'm outside your house in a scream mask. 20 minutes away. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only way I can come. Don't kink shame me. Okay. Um, Alicia. We have a copy of your book sitting right here. Mm-hmm. But, oh, gosh, yeah, I feel like I should talk about, can I Can I tell people to buy your book? Sure. Yeah, yeah buy it. Alicia's book. So you're a little sad, so what? It's a beautiful book. You can pre-order it right now on arsenalpulp.com. You should. For every pre-order that you send in, a million bees are saved. Oh, <laughs> that would be amazing. True. I can't confirm or deny that that's true, but it is true. <laughs> I, I confirmed it. It's true. In your heart, they're saved. But yeah, it'll be out in October. And uh, yeah, absolutely. You will love it. I loved it. I've read it multiple times. I'm very excited to read it. It's my new secret, to be honest. <laughs> it's like the secret? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, it is a self-help book. I have like six vision boards based on it. Whoa. It's, it's just a bunch of pictures of pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's wonderful and it's great. And I feel very excited that I got to promote this book and talk about it. And you're all going to love it. 
If anyone wants to buy a tote bag, they can do so on retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. They can become a patron at patreon.com slash retailnightmares. They can give us five-star ratings on iTunes. And that's it. I don't know. I'm going to be away, so I don't have any shows right now. Actually, no. August 23rd at the Toast, Garbage Dreams is playing with Chris Horrific, and it's like his 10-year anniversary of having his radio show. So that's going to be real fun. Real fun. Come on down. Do you have stuff coming up? Well, buy my book. Yeah. I'll be at the uh, Vancouver Writers Festival. True. Uh, and the Alberta Lit Fest. Yes. So those are things that are coming up. Uh, if you like Corner Gas Animated Season 2, I got to write uh, some of the jokes with some great people on that show. So watch that. Uh, would be great. You can follow me on Twitter. Don't drag me down, though. Don't uh, <laughs> don't bring me down. Yeah, Who's doing exactly. That? I don't know. Like, I made a tweet yesterday, and then people were like, kind of like, don't uh, mental health shame me. And I was like, that's not what I'm doing here. People wanted to argue with me on Twitter about what the smelliest piss alley was. <laughs> like, I made a joke about Vancouver having incredible piss alleys. That's and someone way was like, better. you ever been to Avignon? Like, they got, like, mad. And I was like, I don't want to have a piss alley pissing contest. This is, I'm sure your piss alleys are very dank and terrible. Like, yeah. What's wrong with but people? But there's a lot of piss alleys here. We can oh, all yeah. be awful. <laughs> and the air being so beautiful, I think, makes our piss I alleys I think that you are right. Because I think the that there's Also, people piss outside here all the time. I see so many men pissing outside. I've seen so many ding-dongs, like, spewing. Just literal ding-dongs also. Like, ding-dongs. Peeing, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, they're not even hiding somewhere. They're just like, I need to piss. And, yeah, anyways, that happened recently where I was at a skate park, and I was walking by with the dog, and a guy was just peeing. On the bike path. And when I said like, hey, to him, his, his friends were like, <laughs> and I'm like, you're exposing yourself. It's and illegal. this is illegal. So fuck off. When you said skate park, I immediately pictured someone like going up a half pipe <laughs> like, with their ding dong out. Just like, pee, like fire and pee everywhere. <laughs> I, mean, like, 360. I approve of that pee. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Retail Nightmares Podcast. Uh, thank you so much, Sonera, for being on here, for being a papo yourself, for all your help yeah. with the book, for being a wonderful person to look up to and admire. To Jessica for being such a kind person. She every, having no upper lip. <laughs> having no upper lip and managing to make it through this whole podcast. Um, thank you to our listeners for your support and thank you. I uh, hope you guys have a great week. Thanks so much for having me. Mm. You're both the best. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.